Hello, Fright fans, and welcome to another episode of Fright Pub. Today, we go back to 1970s. Night, we go back tonight. We go back to the 70s. Yeah, sure, 1970. We see paranormal investigators and supposed demonologists Lorraine and Ed Warren are summoned to the home of Carolyn and Roger Perone. The Perones and their five daughters have recently moved into a secluded farmhouse away from New Jersey. Why the Perones needed suddenly out of New Jersey, we don't talk about. But there, a supernatural presence has made itself known, and through the manifestations that are relatively benign at first, we soon see escalations in horrifying fashion, especially after the Warrens discover the house's macabre history. Starring Vera Farmiga? Farmiga? Farmiga. God damn it. Patrick Wilson, Lily Taylor, and Ron Livingston, welcome to James Wan's third most successful franchise, The Conjuring. Welcome to Fright Pub, an intoxicating horror movie podcast. Welcome back to Ali Kerr. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, Ali Kern. The Special dork. guest, Ali Kern. Dice Witch. Hi. Excellent. So, welcome, everybody. Today, we are very excited because not only do we have Ali Kern joining us, we are discussing a very popular film from a very popular franchise. It is 2013's. 13? 13? Yes. 2013? 13. Yes. The Conjuring. The This is the Iron Man of the Conjuring Cinematic Universe. Yes. This is the Iron Man? Yes. Who plays this is the, the Conjuring? I don't... We had Tony Stark was Iron Man. Who played the Conjuring? <laughs> oh, the witch lady. The Oh, witch lady played it. Yeah, Bathsheba. Oh, that, that was actually a dude. Did you know that? No, did not. But there I were a hell that. of a lot of stunts in this movie. I date a stuntman, so I noticed a lot of stunty shit. Right, stunty. that's awesome. Totally yeah, a dude. I did not do very much research on this movie, so I'm excited to hear about it. I just enjoyed it, and I'm ready to talk about it. I just yeah. That is fabulous. It. That's Same. all I I'm did. E- I'm excited. Sat around enjoying um, it. I did tons. Tons of research. <laughs> but first, I'd like to talk about what I'm drinking, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. That's we could do that. Thanks so much. So... Um, there is this drink called The Conjuring. I don't know if you guys know this or not. No. There's no. a drink called The Conjuring. It is um, it is one ounce of coconut milk mixed with one ounce of white uh, creme de cacao um, mixed with one ounce of lucid absinthe. Okay. And you shake that bad boy in, uh, in an ice shaker and then you strain it into a glass and then you drizzle black sambuca down the sides. So it gives it this sort Ooh. of like misty... Like swirly, shadowy effect inside. It's actually pretty tight. It's pretty tight. Nice. However, nice. I didn't have all those ingredients, so instead, <laughs> I did the best I could. So what we did was <laughs> we threw a shot of coconut milk, a shot of black creme de cacao, since I didn't have the sambuca and it was for effect anyway, and then a shot of Jaeger, which is basically herbal anyway and still gets the anise root. You throw it and you mix it all together. <laughs> And then boom, you have what I like to call the James Wan Masterclass. Brilliant. Oh, you're so It's the same good. thing, right? I mean, it's the, the same thing. It's the same as Absinthe, isn't it's the, it, guys? It's the guys. same thing as The Haunting. We just did 1963's The Haunting. 
That's what we just <laughs> did, right? I mean, it's the no, same goddamn they... ingredients. It's the same movie. It's, it's the, the same, same fuck. We really wanted. We really wanted to make the haunting, guys. In a big, big way. All right, Juice. Sorry, that wasn't my review, though. That wasn't my <laughs> review. That was just a drink okay. that I came up with because I was in a hurry. Wow. I thought. I think that that is very um, yeah. creative. Thank you so much. Very, very solid drink. It's actually delicious. This thing goes down like candy. Uh-oh. I bet. Well, because Uh-oh. you grew up in Germany and they have that fucked up candy there. They do have that fucked up candy. Jägermeisters <laughs> always tasted right. like bad candy. People are like, let's do shots of Jäger. Oh my God, it's gross. And I would do shots of Jäger at the bar with my friends because they're like, oh my God, it's gross because it was the fireball of like the late 90s. They're like, oh my God, do Jäger with us. Oh shit. Oh. Right. And like, let's get crazy. Let's do Jäger. Yeah, there were like Jäger girls in like short shorts and tank tops that would like come around with trays of ice cold Jäger. Well, because I remember was... the Jäger dispenser thing where it was like super fancy you... and cold. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like three bottles yeah. of Jaeger upside down on was, a dispenser that was the machine. Whole yeah. Fucking Mystique was like, oh shit, we're gonna get turned up. We're gonna do Jaeger. <laughs> oh, we're gonna fuck. make bad decisions. You're gonna you know, throw it's up kind of like blue curacao outside. For frat what you're boys. Do. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's blue curacao for frat boys. It's not well, no, it's also not bad. Well, it tastes go. good. But then again, I think curacao tastes eh. good too. You don't like Jaeger, Liam? What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I'm not just going to go drink some Jaeger. You're not, yo, yo, I okay. have. I choose not to. I choose not to. <laughs> I choose. I cho- I have done it in the past, and mistakes were made. No, you I know, get we it. You're not going to be like, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, it doesn't make sense to me, because you're like, you know what I could go for? A white Russian, which is just yeah. candy. It's just the same thing as yeah. Jaeger. It's Ugh, candy. I don't like white Russians. <laughs> I love white Russians. That's all it is. But I can't drink, like, a lot of white Russians, but there are times I'm like, yeah, I could really use a white Russian. Is anybody drinking a white Russian? No. Great. Great talk. Yeah. Who's next? So, Lauren, what do you have? <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm very excited. I have to turn off the lights. She's really excited. She took, a, she took like a basic, like an Instagram picture. She had like a little photo shoot with this I drink. Did. did you just call I'm her really basic? Excited. Yes, I did. <laughs> she just took a basic hey, man, Instagram, Instagram a picture. Hold basic on. bitch recognizes a basic bitch. You know what I'm saying? It's like a namaste. Guys, we are so close to pumpkin spice season. <gasps> I'm here for it. So I hope this bring me my Uggs and my yoga pants. Ready? We need to tell tell. Well, I mean, the family definitely sitting in the dark. It definitely. Uh, What works? It definitely works, but I hope you can tell. That shit lights up. I looked at the. I looked online for. Drinks that glow wow. in blacklight. You succeeded. Interesting. And and uh, it's a gin and tonic, but tonic water, the quinine, 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 quinine. Don't and listen tonic to Shaggy. Water. He's right, but don't go with Shaggy. <laughs> Shut up. I'm re- this We've time. I'm right. This. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you are. <laughs> Glows in blacklight. Glows in blacklight. You know what? I have made that a gin real and tonic. Pretty, Lauren. Lauren. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. If I may say, does that mean yeah. that your insides glow in blacklight now? Like after yes. you drink this, yeah, yeah, Lauren, that's, that's some serial killer yes. logic, Allie. I'm just letting no, you know. No, no, like, that's high thoughts with Allie. <laughs> uh, that's that's. I bet if I cut her open, her insides glow. <laughs> no, that's I'm just saying if we put like a camera, like a rotoscope down there, it would look like a little kaleidoscope right now. All right, so what we're gonna Lauren, do? We're gonna pump you full lit. of Valium and gin and tonics so that <laughs> yes. you're comfortable with the rotoscope. 
We just give you a quick colonoscopy. Just real quick. So, so all right. So I'm going to turn the lights go back ahead. on. You, okay. you go ahead and do that. Okay, right back. So the uh, the daughter, was it, which which daughter was it? Was it the oldest daughter or was it Glass's daughter that gets her hair pulled? Is uh, that Nancy? I think it was second oldest that was, daughter. That was Nancy, yeah? Mm-hmm. Nancy. So uh, today I went down to Lawrenceville Distilling Company, as is my way. I I have to thank Joe uh, and uh, all the folks down at Lawrenceville Distilling Company uh, because they've made me this delicious beverage that is a a uh, it it's a, a variation on a drink called the Fancy Nancy. Ooh. The what? Mm. The Fancy Nancy. Nice. And it is this is called Nancy's Bad Hair Day because <laughs> Nancy's the one who gets dragged by the hair. And she Good has job. a terrible haircut as a result, yes. Yeah, right. real bad haircut. <laughs> and that's and how bangs snip. were invented. Like, <laughs> bam. I mean, it like might as well be, right? <laughs> Picture it. Uh, so this is orange juice. Uh, their house Amaro. Juice. Uh, Literally. Ginger. And uh, shit, what was the last one? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, sweet vermouth. Mm-hmm. Shaken over ice and poured into a glass. I would and never I... in a million years be like, you know what we should do? We should take a gin and juice and put these things in it, and I bet it'll like kick it up a notch. I would never do that. That's why it I was don't really, really good, guys. I mean, it's it's tasty. It's it's got the the sweet from the orange juice and the sweet vermouth, but that amaro really like hits it with some bitter that really balances it out very nicely. Very Balance big thanks out. to them. Because it saves me from uh, just having to drink straight blue curacao out of Revengeman Button's cum sock. Like, <laughs> if we're talking about drinks as reviews. Allie is taking another sweet pull on what I really want to hear about. Allie, tell me all. Oh, my God. That looks amazing. That looks so cool. That looks so um, cool. I, uh, Allie doesn't drink, guys, apparently. No. I don't really no, I don't drink. But I live in Chillinois. Hey, let's <laughs> where go. Where I can just go to the weed store. And so I you know, when I'm when I'm here with my friends at Fry Pub, I try to pick up a strain that's relevant to whatever it is that we're talking about. But the dispensary fam this week had like not, it was like G- Gorilla Glue 2, um, ma- <laughs> Maximum Hype, Turpentine. I don't, it was just not, a, it was a lot of nonsense. But what I did find was. Brown- well, hey, any of that works for this movie. Hey, what I did find was Brownie Scout, because I figure with five fucking girls in a house, they could have made their own troop. Absolutely. Um, and one let- of them had to have been a Brownie Scout. One of them Scout. had to be a Girl Scout. Come on. And also, Brownie Scout is a 34% THC. Which is why wow. my brain is thinking about uh, Lauren's insides glowing. <laughs> <laughs> and also why this movie scared the shit out of me. Holy God, this movie scared the me shit too. out of me. You know what scared the shit out of me most, Lauren? Hmm. I'll tell you. It was the fucking sound design. Fuck, yeah. fuck yeah. the sound design. <laughs> fuck the sound design. It so both good. annoyed me and scared the shit out of me. In, in what way? Let's hear more about that. Well, there were a Is lot of... Is it the clapping? No, not the clapping. There were a lot of obnoxious, loud sounds that would happen kind of out of context within the sound design. But then there was a lot of very quiet 
suspenseful, drawn out, like where I was just like, oh my God, just, I know, just make it happen already. Come on. With the door, with the door before it shut. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of moments where the sound just went completely silent to add to like the suspense of what was happening. And it really fucking worked for me. Yeah, me too. Me too. I agree. But there were also some annoying moments where it got a little too dramatic Mm -hmm. for me. Yep. And I was like, "Mm, this is not Titanic. What are we doing? What is this? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, yeah, that's what I mean by that, Liam. What did you think of this movie, Liam? Did you love it? Well, hold on. Oh, are we jumping in? Before we go down that rabbit hole, Shaggy, why did you add this movie to the list? Oh, Shaggy, you did this. I absolutely did. I absolutely did. So a couple different reasons, right? Uh, I believe this is not in my bookie book. Right? No, um, it's not. I guarantee you. I don't think not. the I don't think the bookie book goes up this far. It doesn't go. Mm. It doesn't it do, chronologically. It doesn't go this far. The bookie book doesn't go this mm. far. So I'm 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 off Bible. I am. This is the <laughs> this is the Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints, which book is also of, fitting for this movie. Absolutely. Hey, let's go. This movie. Um, a couple different reasons. One, because it's James Wan, and I knew that Lauren would love it. Two, Love James it Wan. stars the Warrens based on a true story, so I know Liam would hate it. So yes! it two, uh, two of my prerequisites were already met. Liam's going to hate this, and Lauren's going to love it. <laughs> Done. Um, and then, after that, um, I, I actually have... I know what's going to happen. I know what's about to happen. For Spoilers. You ready for spoilers? Liam's going to yeah. hate no, this. No, don't spoil anything. It's too late. Oh, Liam's going to hate this, right? Yes. Lauren's going to love this. And I'm going to come in the middle of the road. And I don't think you guys are going to sway me one way or the other. Um, I added it because it literally is a master class. Wait, 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 wait. Ho- where am I? Where, what, what, what am I going to think well, of it, Shaggy? I, I, he I didn't added know. it. I didn't know. I don't know what you're going to oh, think. He didn't know when he added it, but you were going to sign up for it. Um, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. But to be completely fair, um, this is, in my personal opinion, and we'll get to reviews later because I'm not going to come in as high as you think I am. Um I want to let you know, like, this is, in fact, a masterclass in horror cinema. This is fantastic. And I'm going to quote different parts of it along the way to you guys, right, about the different. um, And Liam's going to hate it because it's going to be derivative. But I'm going to literally point out along the way when we talk about this. Hey, Kubrick did that. Hey, Hitchcock did that. Hey, they did like literally this is what this fucking is. And I can't wait. I can't wait to start talking about it. That's why I added it. That's why I added it. And they made it for $20 million and made 320 back. So this is a Yeah, and that's just the first X. one. This this series has grossed over a billion yeah. dollars. It's yeah, one baby. of the most lucrative series. Uh, now, I want to hear, Allie, why did you sign up for this one? Is it just for shits and giggles to fuck CJ? Or no. is it... <laughs> no, this was... Was this one of the earlier ones that you had put on when you were like young and shiny and innocent and not a dice witch? Before I had learned to enchant the dice, I put my <laughs> name next to this one. <laughs> but uh, it because it scares the fucking shit out of me. It scares... Okay, so you had seen shit. this movie yes. before. I had seen it before and I loved it. And, and I you had... got scared again? Yes! Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> I knew what was going to happen and I got scared again. It might have been the Brownie Scout. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it made me forget everything again. <laughs> that then it's doing its job. Hey, 34%. So where are we going to start on this thing? So um, Allie had seen it before, but I don't think the rest of us had seen this movie before, had we? 
Oh, I really? had specifically been avoiding watching this movie. <laughs> I had not. I, I had not seen this movie before. I so knew. Happy to be here. I knew I was not going to like it. From a mile you, away. Had you seen yeah. this movie before? Oh, oh, you had. So I saw it in the background. I've never sat down to pay attention. There's a lot of movies I've seen in the background that I've put on, but I've never like. Oh, watched okay. watched right you know what i mean like you ever do that you ever sit down you're like you know what i don't want to watch anything netflix but could you put something on in the background so i don't have any thoughts like you're gonna be <laughs> I there i don't have to do that my family does it for me i'm gonna look at my phone and then i'm gonna have something in the background so when i stop looking at my phone there's also something going on that way i won't be forced to have any independent thoughts in a vacuum <laughs> like i don't yeah, want... I do this with youtube yeah, yeah. this is yeah. this is yeah, why no, no. i can tell you an awful lot about Liv and maddie yeah, but I don't, I don't know, know why I, I know a lot about living. The Maddie. Conjuring as background movie quality. Well, I mean, although like, I did, I, there were a few times when I was like, I think this is a scary part. I'm gonna look at my phone. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So here's the thing, guys. I don't think this is a badly made movie. It's not. It's a masterpiece. I will give it. I will give it. I will give it that. I don't think that this movie is oh, you don't, you necessarily don't have to give poorly it. It done. Takes it. it earns it. Eh. There like are it moments doesn't, it that doesn't it doesn't need your permission to be great. <laughs> are we are we jumping in already? Are we doing this? Are we gonna fight? I, I mean maybe. You ready? I'm I, I'm always ready. I just don't know if you guys are ready for me ruining this movie for you. Oh, you're not gonna me. ruin okay. this movie. I think that's it too. Like you're not I don't think you're going to ruin this movie for no. me. I love this movie, but I don't have any like No. Like, it's, uh, yeah. What do you know about Ed and Lorraine Warrens? A lot because I like <laughs> true crime bullshit stuff and like I love how full of shit they are. <laughs> so you know about the 15-year-old girl? I sure shit do. No, let's talk about it. Tell them, Liam. <laughs> okay, so, maybe you are going to ruin this movie in a way. I am. I I'm totally going to ruin this movie for you. <laughs> I so, still love not only are these people full of shit, yep, right, they're okay. completely and totally full of shit. So, like anybody who's listened to the Emily Rose episode right. knows my feelings on based on a true story, mm-hmm. or right. anyone that claims at, the supernatural is real. At best, at best. You should proceed with caution and <laughs> extend things at like a certain arm's length. If something's like this shit for real happened. Right. My favorite stuff is stuff that's like this shit almost really kind of maybe happened. <laughs> Wink. Like those kind of things I, I enjoy when it's like this is based on a true story. Sort of like, okay, when you put the sort of in there, I can get on board because you admit it right up front. Right. Exorcism of Emily Rose specifically did not do that. Right. This movie also specifically does not do that. What these two movies have in common is that they're bullshit and they're both religious propaganda. Um, oh, interesting. I've, I've, again, I've, I've gone down this, this path before. It's well-trod ground. This is one of those movies that is trying to scare you 
into believing in God. No. Wow. No. Uh, no. It is. No. What are you talking about? That's what the that Warrens either. do. Is it? Wait a minute. That's is what this, the Warrens do. Are you going to feel? I'm are, sorry. Can I finish? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I just don't know why you do this to this and the exorcist. I felt like that was a big period, though. I felt. Okay, go ahead. This is trying to make you believe in God and scaring you into doing so. Everything about the movie is holding these folks up as paragons of Christian virtue. Really? Paragons of Christian virtue. Yes. And the facts are that the Warrens are not that and are in fact the opposite. Not only are they con artists and scam, scam people, scam people, (laughs) scam people, the scamming you, uh, (laughs) but like notoriously. So don't let anybody who could possibly debunk them, investigate any of their evidence that they've collected. Claim to have evidence of a werewolf demon and won't show it to anybody. But on top of all of that, on top of all of that, we can go ahead and push that aside. When they were down on their luck. Was it on top or the side? I need to know. Put it, put it on, put it off to the side. Okay. So it's not on top. When they were down on their luck. Ed Warrens was working as a bus driver. Beep, beep. One of the people who was a frequent rider upon his bus was a 15-year-old girl who was also down on her luck. Mm. Not really sure how it happened, but she ended up moving into the Warrens' home nice. at the age of 15 and became his live-in lover with Lorraine's knowledge and consent. Mm. Very Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. The details are a little sketchy, as in we don't know a whole lot about what happened. Mm -hmm. What we have is from a deposition that she gave in her later years, because they're all very old and mostly dead now, (laughs) Um, where some nights he would sleep in Lorraine's bed. Some nights he would go upstairs to her room. They have, she had weird connection, not necessarily anything, but she has the same name as their daughter. And hot. She, I mean, she also says that she witnessed him, uh, abuse her Lorraine, like slap Lorraine about the face multiple times. Mm. Uh, and when Lorraine Warren's, agreed to consult on this movie and to give it her blessing. Her contract had some strange things considering that nobody really knew or gave a shit about any of this. And it was all like this movie cannot mention pedophilia. This movie cannot mention sex crimes. This movie cannot, you know, paint them in any light other than absolutely a perfectly loving couple, no mentions of abuse, no mention of anything like that. And people were like, that's weird, but I mean, sure. Right. Because this is designed to make them look like these holier than thou completely above the board type of husband and wife team of demonologists. That's not really what I got. Cause they seemed like pretty shitty parents. Yeah, they seem pretty, like, career-focused yeah. bad parents. 
he literally performs a citizen's arrest on a demon because he's good enough to do it. That's the horror no, movie equivalent of lifting to, Mjolnir. Because, like, she's he can't die. do it. First of all, that part was completely fabricated. I just I yes, don't understand. Like the, like the three of us, like don't see what you're seeing. You think that they're fantastically good people in this film? I think this movie wants you to think that they're fantastically good people. None of us got that, brother. No. no. Weird. I, I really did. We did we watch the same movie? And I didn't we even did. really I didn't even really get that their huge connection to the church either. Like I mean I know that they said that like he was a demonologist recognized by the he Catholic was, Church. Yeah, right. recognized it's, by no. the Catholic Church, but like, yeah. he wasn't authorized. a member of the clergy. Yeah. In the same way that like private investigators are recognized by the cops, but they Yeah, ain't like cops. I can perform weddings, but I'm not a preacher. Right. Like it feels like that's what it felt like. It felt like yeah. we're all demon hunters here. You're really PI, that's what you got from that. Cops. Yeah, yeah, and I wonder yeah. if it's because I did not know anything about the Warrens really going into this. Like I was just looking it up a little bit briefly after you just said that I was looking up about them. And yes, they were very religious and they were and I wonder if I had known that going in, maybe I would have a different spin on it, but I didn't. So like I didn't yeah. think Oh that god, this movie... the god brought us together for this very purpose to fight this demon and help these poor people who well, obviously can't like to it's be gross. fair i don't think anybody hunts demons and is like you know what i don't think god wants me to do this in fact i don't even believe right. in god I mean, but i, I am definitely going to exercise these demons like, i, I don't did think... i i did roll my eyes at that part Liam. Yeah. you're right like i did definitely because they say it a lot and they, Oh, right. I just noticed. The it's movie. like a Lotsie of, of like God they, summoned us to do this. Yes, there were a few things that were well, super fucking cringy about them. Like, I didn't like how judgmental Lorraine was about witches at one point. She said some shit about witches, like, witches sacrifice babies. And I was like, I I just play with crystals sometimes. I- <laughs> well, and then here's the other fucked up part. You have that one scene where like their audio guy has like a very chaste flirtation with the oldest daughter. And then, like, he comes in the room like he's disapproving of it and being like, oh, what's going on in here? And, like, gives him the stink eye. And I'm oh, like, are you, call- gross. are you calling dibs, dude? Like, what is it? Like, oh. well, wait a minute. Hold on. Ed, no one's- Ed Warrens would have been on that girl. In the life of this. So, like, here's what's weird. I didn't see this as a documentary. Did no, you? but they cut out yeah. all of the stuff that he did do and made him judgmental of the guy who had a mild flirtation. Well, the, all with the stuff that he did do yeah, this wasn't a story that. about the war. It wasn't relevant. Yeah, it was a story about this particular. Okay, case. so are we? We're all good with like doing a <laughs> movie about Penn State football that's just about Penn State football. What? Wow! And doesn't do about, with Jerry Sandusky or, Sandusky. Joe, or uh, Joe Paterno. Are you, like, um, are you saying this is in fact a, a film that covers up pedophilia? Is that the movie I actually watched? Yeah. Why? Okay. I mean, I guess we're done here. Roll tape. Cool. <laughs> so I'm gonna give wow, it a five. Interesting. I actually had a really good time. Um, Lauren, what's your review? No. Um. Okay. Wait. I have to. Okay. So maybe maybe one of the reasons why this didn't bother me so much, or but I mean I didn't know all this. This is very interesting to hear. Um, but I do want to talk about how 
I can't watch Patrick Wilson after watching Murderville because I just view Patrick Wilson as a Will Arnett caricature now. Yeah. So I cannot take him seriously because I just... They, they nailed it. They nailed like middle America average looking parents folks from the 1970s. Ready, go. Well, but like I nailed just it. can't... Good I casting. can't take Patrick Wilson seriously because all I see is Will, our next character in Murderville mm. in this movie. I was just like, this is this is just ridiculous. So I don't know if maybe that was too why I was like, I don't know. I just didn't... I also objected to the no smoking. What I don't remember no smoking because we're in there's, the we're in the seventies. There's nary 60s, an ashtray to be found. Oh, like okay, there's that's not fair. even there's not a cigarette butt on the sidewalk. I have a in this question movie. for you, Liam. Uh, yeah. What's your take on the Perrin family weighing in on all of this? Because the daughter Andrea has written a book that came out in like 2011 that basically like corroborates a lot. I think they're of also the full of shit. You think they're full of shit too? Okay, I do. Mm. They're all in this together. And does yeah, anybody I mean, these have are the be- same people that helped come up with the hoax of the Amityville horror. Like, uh-huh. like people make this shit up all the time. And does anybody have any thoughts about why Lorraine Warren dresses like that? <laughs> I just, uh, wait, I don't understand. Wait, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. We're saying that groups of people of people have kept their mouths shut about a potential hoax, right? Like the, we like like multiple multiple people are all in this together, but literally we couldn't keep the pedophilia secret. Like we could, <laughs> we could keep everything else secret. But we so the keep demons the are real, secret? is what you're saying? Is that all of this really did happen? I guess what I'm saying is that like. I mean, if I had a secret, I had to keep, and one was, <laughs> like, you know, I can only keep one secret, and one of them's that I'm a pedophile. <laughs> like, how big is that other secret? <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. What I'm saying is, like, let's say I'm Mr. Warren, and I have mm-hmm. two secrets, and I can only keep one of them. And one of those secrets is that I am a pedophile. And the other secret is that none of these demons are real. And I can only keep one of them. I guess well, it doesn't make how... sense to me which one we chose. <laughs> well, when the woman gave her deposition, she was in her like 80s or 90s. So like that secret got kept for a long ass time. The so this was the 15-year-old girl. And now what was her? what was her feelings about the whole thing that like she was taken advantage of and she was being she was there being is, used I, because she needed housing and there was again i haven't read her deposition this was an article okay. that was in the hollywood reporter okay from 2017 i think okay um because I mean, not that that, not like if she was okay with, not that that makes it okay. But I'm just curious as to what. Right, but she was like, in in modern parlance, she would have been very well groomed, and right, right, kept in this kind of relationship. We always end up talking about yucky people on this podcast. We, we do, we do. <gasps> what was it? Was it many... Ted Bundy that said, "If you want to find psychopaths, just go to horror festivals." There's just, yeah, there's just really yucky people in the world. But I there guess that that's like, you know, it's, yeah, it's not, none of this is good. This is all So they also but, claim to have investigated 
over 10,000 cases. Yeah, that's a little, that's a little, that's a little a lot, so guys. If they <laughs> had, if they had done that, they would have been investigating a different case every day mm. without taking a day off for 27 years straight. Well, something uh, that, yeah. I like, I like to, first and foremost, <laughs> I like to compartmentalize this because I like the movie in a multiverse where there were Warrens that weren't yucky people. And I, I just saw the movie I saw and yeah, went ahead and that. said that based on a true story, we know that's bullshit and usually put in there to make you more afraid. Fine. Great. Mm-hmm. So the movie, if it exists in a vacuum, I'm way okay with it. In the same way that I don't believe that The Exorcist is a believe in God movie. I don't believe that The Conjuring is a believe in God movie. Yes. Because The Exorcist is based on a novel. Which is based and on a which is based on an actual event of exorcism. Like a real life exorcism. This movie would have been scarier to me if it hadn't tried to sell me on the real life aspect. I no, we all know that was right. going to happen. I like we is that, called that, is up that front. Am I alone? No, no. Yeah, no we I just that know that's, that's you, brother. Yeah. Like literally, as soon as the crawl started to happen, like as soon as the bigger than Kubrick Conjuring fucking title <laughs> went away, like I was like, Liam's going to hate this. <laughs> as soon as it said based on real events, I was like, it doesn't matter what happens from here on out. It could be the goddamn credits. It could be the credits, and they'd be like, "Fuck this movie!" I knew it was. Ha- it could be. It could literally be based on a true story, and then we play Casablanca, and then we roll credits. It's like Liam fucking hates this. Liam, hates- why the fuck did they do this to Casablanca? Like it won't matter. We knew what was happening, brother. But, and you're right to do so. <laughs> and you're right to do. I was so. gonna say, so I don't have to be here anymore. I can just go to no. bed. Why are you mad? Why? <laughs> Why are you, you mad? Here? You can't. You, you thought you were gonna make us mad, and you over here wanting to no, take your toys mad. and go no, home. Fuck y'all! This is well, how come people aren't mad that these guys are pedophiles? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and here's the thing: like, what makes it worse to me is that they hold themselves up as these paragons of such and such and such and such, like right. good enough to perform an exorcism and win perform a citizen's arrest on a demon that is so powerful that it can haunt somebody off site through a necklace that they don't have, that they don't even have anymore to a doll that they have no connection to. Yeah. Like powerful ass demon, witch lady, Powerful, uh, but this guy's going to pull a, a citizen's arrest because he is—he's good enough to do that. He can do that. Liam, I got—that's allowed. I got a multi-level question for you, brother. Yeah, man. Do you believe that James Wan is integral to the culture? Like James Wan has added enough to the culture that he should be a director that everyone kind of knows. The answer is yes. <laughs> Lauren, De- Lauren. De- <laughs> well, no, I mean, I don't, when you say the culture, what culture? Like the great, the, great, fantastic, fantastic. Okay, that's fantastic. No, no, no. I'm glad you asked that question. I want you to. Put if you're a talking pen about in. like horror people, yes, For sure. I want you. If to you're talking about people who don't really know horror, sure, probably sure. not. No, touche. Right, let's put a pin in that. Let's put a pin in that. Do you believe that The Conjuring is popular enough and large enough to be part of the culture? People know The Conjuring series. They know um, the Warrens. Prob- probably, yeah. It made like a billion dollars this series. Fair enough. However, however, 
Is the Warren's pedophilia gross enough that we should think about removing these films from the culture and canceling them entirely? I think the Warrens as a whole are gross enough that we should Do, remove the Warrens, the Warrens as a whole are gross enough that we could cancel the entirety of the culture. That of the you, of the, the entirety of the culture or the you know, conjuring the entire the entire conjuring series all the of culturing the co- yeah the culture. yeah no absolutely we absolutely. don't need these movies okay juice yeah I mean so my I, last I question is now here's extent. now here's why the thing, are we still is, watching do I think that, anything to do with Roman Polanski brother well here's my here's my shit here's my question same shit it isn't exactly but here's my here's my my. Let me come back to what you said. Uh, <laughs> I don't think James Wan had any skin in this game besides trying to make a good horror movie. Correct. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. He like, did not write it. He did not. Yeah. 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 He just directed it. He just scared the um, shit out of me. I don't even know if he produced it. I mean, I guess he had probably had some. But if we're going to get into this it. again, we all like... Everybody knows about Polanski and everybody, including Polanski, is on board with what Polanski did. Not like on board, but like we all agree. I didn't I didn't what? know no. Like I didn't know the extent. I didn't know my girl Angelica Houston was involved. I didn't know none of that mm. stuff, right? Yeah, Until, are we getting like, rid of Angelica Houston? Are right. we getting rid of Jack Nicholson, whose house it happened at? Like there's Where do we draw like, the line? But I mean, like as far line? as as far as uh, like Roman Polanski has never denied it. He's never pretended that it didn't happen. You know, and I think that's the thing that really chaps my ass about these people is that they, the posturing that they do is so offensive to me in light right. of how they really are. I get that. Mm-hmm. Does that make I, any sense? Yeah. Like, there's a, the there's an extra level of hubris and hypocrisy that makes all of the rest of it an impossible pill for me to swallow. So you cannot put suspension of disbelief on this movie and believe that this dramatic reenactment could possibly be warrants that actually were good. No. So here's the thing. Like you look at, you know, we talk about separating the art from the artist an awful lot. And the Warrens are dead. Yes, they are dead. For the record. Uh, She was not when this movie came out. Correct. The, and and here's an interesting, uh, 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 because I've been thinking about this since I watched the movie, um, because I knew you were going to bring up Polanski. But when you look at Polanski's filmography, his catalog. A lot of his movies are disturbing, but a lot of his movies aren't necessarily about having raped an underage girl in a hot tub by giving her quaaludes. Fair. I, whereas I don't... if you look at whereas whereas if you look at is there Woody a sequel to Conjuring? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I keep. Whereas on. if you look at if you look at Woody Allen, Woody Allen has made a lot of movies. Most notably Manhattan about an older man, usually played by Woody Allen, Ugh. pursuing an underaged girl. Gross. Right. I mean, it's gross. like, 
how are you supposed to separate the art from the <laughs> artist when the art is about that artist? You know what I mean? Or like R. Kelly, for instance, where his music is all about doing horrible things to women and underaged women and aging well, nothing not, but not, a number. Not all of it. What about that one song that was just right. about turning on a car? I and mean, then there was the I one about the flying. Well, the flying it, one, maybe. But yeah, I don't know if I 100% agree with that, Liam, about Roman Polanski, because I feel like a couple of the movies that we've watched, and maybe they're... I don't remember. How many Roman Polanski movies have we watched? I haven't watched uh, Not nearly as many as we've talked about. We did Rosemary's Baby and we did Repulsion. Yeah, nice. and both of those involved rapage. So that was Oh great. my God, they did. <laughs> so, But not a direct, like they did, but not a direct stand-in for Roman Polanski being like, I'm going to rape this underage girl in this movie. <sighs> like yeah. Woody Allen literally made movies about that. Yeah. I know, but like in, in the same way that if I had a Woody Allen apologist here, he would also split hairs. I mean, like we... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little too close for me personally, but I see what you're saying, but... I feel like you yeah. meant to make the opposite point that we think you did. Okay. But um, this movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, okay, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I always kind of, when I see the based on true events concept, I always roll my eyes a little bit because, yeah, right. Um, Got it. And we, yeah. It did really irritate me with the exorcism of Emily Rose in a way that it doesn't usually irritate me that much. And this is another this this has been up to this point. Now I'm thinking about stuff, but this has been up to this point. Another like one of those movies that didn't irritate me that much. I did do an eye roll and it's just like, yeah, like, I mean, I guess the concept of based on true events does draw in some viewership, but it's like, how hard would it have like this would have been just as scary to me. If it had not had anything to do, like, uh, it, this would have been just as scary to me if it was were not based on truth. It would like, have been it, more it scary. Might have been more yeah. scary. Exactly. So I, I just, it's just annoying. It's just an annoying element that people feel like they have to do that, especially with horror movies, because they think that that makes yeah. them scarier. Well, to be fair, that that's, that's one of the elements, right? That's one of the elements in the master class that James Wan is trying to teach here. It's like, yeah, yeah, now tell him it's based on a true story up front. Ooh, well, shit. I don't think James Wan had anything to do with that. Do you? So, I mean, I have... Well, no, but as the director, he would have had a lot of say on what that opening crawl was. Yeah. So, like, not to get into a review, they end the movie with. But there is literally, like, it feels like a, um, a a stew. What is it? It feels like the stone soup of movies, right? We've got a long, slow pan, real long, slow pan. Who do we know that is real long, slow pan? Right, and then we've got like. We then we have loss of steady cam right from first person perspective. Who do we know does, that fucking does that? And then we've got that like um. Well, well, who tell us? Damn it! Oh, sorry, so, sorry. So like, uh, first and foremost, <laughs> Brian De Palma. No, it's it's Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock does like the oh. low slow pan. Um, the la- lack of steady cam to be first person perspective again. That's Hitchcockian. We've got the Stanley Kubrick long, like still shot. Right? Forever. Um, and then we've got, like, quick, quick cuts. Quick, quick cuts. Right? Uh, from, like, one thing to another. And then we've got the upside-down arching shot when Drew comes oh, yeah! back in. Right? Which is that hard. That, 
I think that was just James Wan being like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Just throw it in there. We've got the jump scare. We've got the no jump scare where there should be a jump and there's not. And we're going to fuck with you psychologically. We've got lots of film noir elements. We've got like the, and the most notable thing, we have an upfront fucking info dump. I mean, info dump of the rules of this movie. Like, the fantasy rules of this movie are dumped on you in the credits, then they're dumped on you hard throughout the entire first part. So, and then, the fucking Warrens go out of their way to tell us there are three stages to an exorcism. Let me tell you real quick. Bang, bang, bang. And then, while that's happening, we're getting a (laughs) shot-for-shot telling of what's happening in the exorcism. Like, it's, it's, and then... It's we're info dumping all over ourselves so that by the end there's not a shadow of a doubt what's happening. This felt like um this felt like in the same token we were treating our audience dumber. We were treating our audience like they're stupid. And then also we were making the characters dumber than the audience. Like, don't go in there. Oh my god. Like, literally, a ghost with slit wrists said, like, they did it to me and then walked away and the cop was like, who is that? Let me go see who that is. <laughs> like, like, I this actually is the... made a list of all of the shit that happened before they were like, we should talk to somebody. Okay? <laughs> right? Here, here I'm ready. All, go. all the things go that happened before they were like, we should tell someone this. The dog wouldn't go into the house. Yep. Uh, the mom got the bruises on her leg. Yep. Then the dog got dead. Yep. Then the foot grabbing started. Then the, the foot st- grabbing. The stankness came about the same time as the foot grabbing. The stankening. And then around the same time, the clock stopping at 3.07, all the clocks. Uh, then the, the fucking clap, the clap, clap, the clap, the closet clap. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then... What it took was the the bedroom incident. It, like it says that it wants my family dead. That happened, and they still were like, "Oh, well, we should just sleep downstairs." <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what we'll do. I, That'll what fix the it. Fuck? Like how? We'll many sleep things... downstairs now. Why so I was a little. I was empathetic God. a little <laughs> bit with the family in the movie because they really didn't have someplace else to go. That's fair. When you that know, scene like, happened, I actually got less judgmental of them. I was mm-hmm. making this list, and then that table talk happened, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're right, Ron Livingstone. I'm sorry. Well, but they learned it wouldn't have mattered anyway, because yeah. demons. Because demons. Because right. lockets. Because so, toys. And they can't go anywhere. And that's kind of like that's kind of like the, the full point here, is that like everything that happens in every haunted house movie or every shot that happens in a horror movie is in this movie. It it's a lot. It's a, a lot. lot. It is a smorgasbord <laughs> of horror, which is why I call it James Wan's masterclass. It's like if someone came to teach you a masterclass in film and it turned out that that was actually the teacher's assistant. This is a masterclass <laughs> taught by a TA. This dude nailed saw to a wall and then took a break after Insidious for 10 years and then was like, "You know what?" I want to do the haunting, and then did no, this. Insidious was 2010. Okay, so he took a break for 10 years after Saw, and then came back to okay. do Insidious. And then well, after six, Insidious was like... Saw was 24, 2004. I'd, all right, you bunch of pet ants. 
<laughs> you get my hey fucking man, point. Hey, man, you dish it out, but you can't he take took, it. He I'm took sorry. a point. You can take I can't toys take pedantry. Yes, I can take pedantry. I can't take pedophilia. <laughs> it's different. There's a, there's a line I cross. The, but, but yes, I'm ready. Like, the, he took a break, right? And then came back. The whole point, he sucks. He what? <laughs> he did too much. Lauren, he did too much. He did too much. You ever have sex with somebody that's deciding that they're going to do a lot? And you're like, okay, easy. <laughs> like, and they're just like, I can't wait to show you this. Holy shit. And also this. I also know this. What about this? And you're like, like you okay. watched yeah, a like, lot of like, porn and haven't had a lot of sex, have you? Yeah, I just like need they, you to do It's do, like do, when you watch a lot of porn and they're changing positions every yeah, 30 ah, seconds. And you're like, what is going on right now? flipping around like a fucking figure skater. <laughs> and it's like, what? just relax. Pick one thing and do that a bunch. Like, we're okay. We, we ain't got to go nowhere. We ain't on a timer. No one's watching this. We're all right. Just relax. Like, this ain't winning any Oscars. This is a horror movie. Let's just stick to the same style for maybe half an hour. <laughs> it, it was a great movie. In my personal opinion, I loved it. I would recommend it to anyone. It scared the bejesus out of me. And I had a great time. But looking at it artistically, I see Liam's point of view. It At a certain point, there's only so many weapons you can use as an allusion to other great horror films. There's only so many shots you can use, which is an allusion to other horror films, without going like, you know, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's true. I, I was definitely like, by the time we got to like the found footage portion of the filming, I was like, wow, this is like at least the third different filming style that we've encountered. <coughs> Yeah. But I still it, liked it and I I thought the him, special effects so. were good. Oh my god, yeah. Yes, were we going to talk more about that? We got to get into last call, but were we going to talk more about the special effects? Are we reviewing right now? Is this us reviewing? No, no we're, we're, we're not call. even there yet. Shit, we really even. wanted to talk about. No, <laughs> but I wanted to talk about like the stunt stuff cuz Ali you said you had Ooh. stuff for like the stunt Sh- stuff Sh- and Dude, just seeing the first of all, the scene where the girl got yanked around. Uh-huh. That was awesome. The yanking. Um whoever was in the chair downstairs was doing a fantastic job physically uh to also go upside down like that i think i'm pretty sure that was practical like that was upside down an actual actor upside down um the stunt shit was just really really good like the girls getting yanked around like it all looked really good um except for maybe the lady flinging herself off the the um, (laughs) on the the Bathsheba flying oh, squirrel yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked, maneuver. Yeah. That, and I don't think that was a stunt issue. I think it was a makeup issue. I had a couple of makeup issues with this movie where mm. I was like, you don't look right. I don't like this design. <laughs> <laughs> Bathsheba was one of them. And like um, the mom, Lily, Lily Taylor, is that her last name? Uh-huh. Her character at the end, like when she was going through phases of the demonic possession, uh-huh. she looked whack to me too i was like this isn't this is a little too reagan-y for (laughs) so yeah i had a a few issues with the makeup design and like old boys mutton chops (laughs) old Uh, boys mutton chops (laughs) old boys mutton chops what's his name y'all sweet is good um no not yes good job yeah was it ed it was ed warren yeah Mm -hmm. sideburns yeah big big bushy sideburns and they like at at times did distract me 
Yeah, no smoking in this movie. You're getting period sideburns. Seriously. And, and no, no smoking. smoking. They specifically want it. So this movie has no smoking, minimal drinking, minimal swearing, minimal violence, minimal blood. It was rated R. I don't know if I would say minimal blood. It's PG-13 yeah. blood. Uh, yeah, they, okay. Um, so mid, they rated it mid level blood. They rated That's, it R because it was just too darn scary. Too to darn be PG-13. scary. <laughs> too darn scary. Like cool. I need the world to get out of this movie's asshole. Wow. Wow. That you really didn't like it, huh, buddy? I really did not. I got I have so many last calls it's crazy. Okay, go nuts. All right. So first and foremost, something that I wrote down actually no, I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that. Number one. Um, why are we scared of ghosts when we're going to drive the car that goddamn fast? Every single time they're in a car, they're doing like 90 goddamn miles an hour. You're going to find fucking Annabelle. You're going to find them real fucking fast. <laughs> well, that's probably period as well. Slow the fuck <laughs> down. Jesus Christ, God. you're driving a one-ton piece of metal. It's not plastic like nowadays. Like, that <laughs> thing is going to kill you. It's a death box. Slow down. Um, so, uh... Why is everyone so goddamn ready to leave the children by themselves? Is that 70s too? No, that was that was 1971. Yeah, absolutely. Weird. Weird. So that's another period piece. Driving fast, leaving the children by themselves. I mean, literally, it's like, yeah, all right, but no kids, smoking. No, like, you guys stay here. I have to go tend to the demonic possession of your mother. Just hang out. You know, have a cigarette. I'll catch you later. <laughs> like... Except just, don't have a cigarette, because there's no smoking in this except movie. Except don't have a cigarette, right? Except don't have a cigarette. Um, the house itself is actually on Black River on Pender County, somewhere down in, in North Carolina. Just so you guys know, the actual house they shot this in. The exterior. Okay. The interior was on a soundstage in Wilmington, North Carolina. I just want to do a quick history, a quick history of exorcism. Just a quick history of exorcism, if that's okay. <clears throat> I, did yeah. I do this for Emily Rose? I don't remember you doing it for Emily Rose. Okay, so there's three basic types of exorcism, right? One, you get the person that has a demon or evil jinn or spirit inside them to recite an oath, which then casts the demon out. Two, you have everyone performs a ritual of some sort, which just gets the demon out. Basically, like, you know, either, you know, say positive things and it makes the demon leave. Or, you know, you work out somehow in a weird magical way and then the demon leaves. Or... You command it out by invoking the authority of a higher power. I mean, every religion has some sort of exorcism. Buddhism has it, which is surprising. Hinduism has it. Um, uh, uh, Islam has it. Christianity has it. All the big ones have exorcism somewhere in it. In Christianity, uh, the most powerful one was basically like uh, from uh, St. Augustine. No, sorry, St. Benedict. St. Benedict was the one that was like, yeah... This is the one we use to get people the fuck out. It declined. It was real popular for a long time, and then all of a sudden became way out of favor in the 18th century. And we did not see that shit for like 200 years until guess what time? Guess when? Guess. When The Exorcist came out? Fuck yeah. Then everybody got demons all of a sudden. Fucking copycat demons. <laughs> I want to be as big as Pazuzu. that... That strains credulity. Strange credulity. Um, famous exorcisms, right? Uh, 1578, Martha Brossois. 1619, um, uh, Elizabeth de Raffran. 
Uh, we had a whole bunch. 1949 is the Robbie Mannheim exorcism, which the book The Exorcist was based on, which the movie The Exorcist was based on. Right, this guy named Robbie Mannheim, right? Did I tell you I know a priest who performed an exorcism? <laughs> okay, I was like, I, mean, I really sure was hoping there was a second. I was like, bro, you were raised Catholic. <laughs> I, I, you didn't need to tell me. Priest married you. I was there. Shit. Uh, like, yeah. Did you, did I ever t- did I mention this on the Emily Rose episode that I know a priest who you performed did. an exorcism? You did. Yeah, they pack that room. They pack it. They pack it full of people that love the person in question. Nice. Hmm. And then finally, one of the last exorcisms in 1975, the Annalise Mikkel, which was Emily Rose was based off of, where those parents were in fact right. convicted of manslaughter. Uh, like they did wow. kill that kid. Right. Juice. Anyway, so wanted to make sure all those last calls were in there. Juice, thank you. Bye. Allie, you got a last call? I got some last puffs. <laughs> some some final tokes. Um, number one, I'm glad that the dog died really early so I didn't get emotionally attached to it. It was still a really cute dog. Yeah. I did not also prevents you for that. Don't worry. It, it also prevents you from being like, oh, I hope nothing happens to the dog. Well, basically, when I'm watching a horror movie and I see a dog, I'm like, oh, I can't love you. Right. You're going to go soon. And it was nice that that happened quickly. So, like I said, I didn't get emotionally attached. That was good. Um, hide and clap actually looks really fun. I thought so, too. Until it And doesn't. terrifying. Yeah. Those, when those big hands... <laughs> Honestly, the most horrifying part of the whole thing is when the big hands came out. And went came clap, out! Clap. Oh my god! Seriously, yeah, that was that was legit. that was decent. Um, I also <clears throat> wrote down. This is becoming like more like high thoughts with Allie. I wrote down this tree is important <laughs> because there were a lot of fucking long dramatic shots of that tree. You got Didn't to they build that tree. They built the thing I for a so, lot yeah. of money. A lot of money. See, People. I was right. Use that. It, it is back. important. <laughs> um, I wrote down, did they buy this house sight unseen? Like, I don't understand. Did you not? They said they bought it at an auction. Out from the bank? That's yeah, right. I think it was a I think it was an auction is what they said in the movie. Um and then uh, yeah, that's all. Oh, that's all I have for the last calls. High thoughts with Allie. You're welcome. Yeah. Love it. Lauren, you got last calls? Yeah, I just, I think just really one. I mean, I did, I also loved the the hand clap behind her, behind her. That was really good. But I also loved when it got really windy and she's taken the the sheets off of the line. Oh, and then that was the wind a good catches one. it and goes over and and gets the outline and then takes it up to the window. I thought that was bloop, really bloop. cool too. That was good. Yeah, the that special was effects in this were really good. Bloop, bloop. Yeah. Oh, I had I had one more, sorry. I'm I watched at least 75% of this with my mother-in-law. She was like, "You know what? I'll watch your scary film with you. I know your wife." <laughs> And then she got 75% through and said, fuck this. I'm not watching anymore. This is way too scary. Absolutely not. But literally, when when Mr. Warren sits down to talk to the priest, and the priest is like, I mean, I guess I'll need clearance from the Vatican. She is also ex-Catholic, Liam. So she was like, she literally said, well, just send him a padded envelope with $100 bills. I bet they fucking say yes then. 
<laughs> I was like, God damn. Holy Pretty shit. Much. Like, it's funny because, Sam. like, I'm fr- you're one of my best friends, and you're just like, man, like, none, that, none of that shit's real. On the other hand, my mother-in-law is just like, yeah, it's all a big fucking cr- corporation. Pope John Paul fucking Pope, what's his name? Pope Francis is the CEO of the major corporation, the Vatican. And I was like, God. That's, that's also accurate. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> just because he's the best CEO we've had doesn't mean he's not right. that. Right, exactly crazy who's wanting to rate well liam's got do you have any last calls oh liam sorry i'm trying to think if i i you know when i was reading up on this movie afterwards i just kept getting more annoyed (laughs) at like all of the like we were talking on the phone about the script and the phone kept cutting off yeah, like oh. something didn't want us to make this movie, oh, that is and annoying. like all kinds of like. I think that's a marketing just, gimmick, honestly. Yeah, it was just so much so bullshit on times. top of bullshit on top of bullshit. It's Brother, just bullshit all the way down. Listen to me right now. If the four of us made a fucking horror movie, and we knew that if we put two million into it, and we could get thirty-two million out of it. I'd want to know where I got two million dollars. Okay, let's let's be reasonable. <laughs> let's find it. We all pulled our money together and we put in two hundred thousand dollars. We all sold our houses to finance wow. this shit, and it made us <laughs> it made us right like three point two million dollars. We would be like, you know, absolutely, hap- scary shit happened to me. It did. It absolutely fucking did. Like, go see it. You cannot put a microphone in front of me. When we're doing the publicity tour for that movie. Oh, okay, don't worry, we'll good. hide you away. <laughs> yeah, you oh, got to put worry. me in a, in a locker somewhere. That's I, I have a and, strong yeah, like feeling. You can make up stories about me right. and be like, "Oh, he lost his mind making the movie. We have to keep him in the right. cellar and feed yeah. him rats." I, like, yes. Go ahead, fine, fuck it. I, I don't, strong, I don't give a it. shit. I have a strong, I have a strong hint or hunch as to why we don't see the writers' speeches and a lot of Oscars. Because we just like, all right, come on, get off stage. We know we never know what they're gonna say. Let's go. Time to move them. <laughs> like, but yeah, that's my that's my last call. Is that I'm 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 pretty well over this movie. Mm. <laughs> oh no, because we've got a lot more to do. There's yes. a lot of conjurings. Yay! So, I mean, there, hey, there are a lot. Do I get the to come and is... be on all the conjurings? If you want to. Hey, you gotta I sign do. back up for them. Well, well, sign back on. Thanks, Lauren. You gotta sign up for, like, Curse of La Llorona. Well, uh, the next one is actually Annabelle. Yeah. So Wait, that, no. So it, time out. Time it, out. Can, I conjuring need, 2 is, is not... <sighs> uh, let me explain. This okay, is okay. one of the most convoluted... This is the Halloween problem. The Halloween problem is like, do, and then the Jason problem. Do we do, except with Halloween season of the witch is the third movie, but it's a Halloween movie, not a Michael Myers movie, right? Yeah, Annabelle, no, we got to do season of the witch next. That's pretty straightforward. Okay. This is in that same vein. Then this next movie is not a Warren's movie. Annabelle is directly related to the Warren's universe. At a certain point, Annabelle's going to get the infinity gauntlet and she's going to come down and fight the nun, but the Warrens will also be there? That's my... Okay, so hang on a second. This is my they built question I have. This yeah, is no. my last call. Okay. This is your last call. 
This yeah. is my last call. Apart from being over this movie, I have a sincere <laughs> question about it. Okay. Uh, when they made this, did they plan on doing all of these Annabelle spinoffs? Or was there a reason to make a fifth of the movie about this doll that has nothing to do with the actual thing that they're making the movie about? I got no idea. Hmm. I mean, I feel like it it tracks pretty well that like they're gearing up for the next movie to be Annabelle. But I've not seen it, so yeah, I guess it I don't feels know like sure. a post credit scene, but it's at the beginning. Yeah, mm. that was weird. I love that post. I loved that almost post credit scene where they're like, "All right, here's the thing where you'll see the demon, and then you don't." Oh, what restraint! Well, it just felt like a very James Wan anti scare. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're, mm-hmm. there's no payoff, right? It's, and I think that's what we're gonna know James Wan for is the anti scare. The anti-jump scare. Like, the you know there's payoff? a jump scare coming, and then it just... Uh, lack of payoff is different than what he's doing. Like, he's choosing like not to do it. I like it, too. I anyway. liked it better when Ty West did it in The Innkeepers, and there was something that you could look at, but you didn't know what to look at, but it was actually there That's the true. whole time. That's mm. true. Mm-hmm. That was pretty tight. I liked that better. Well, do we know that this isn't that? Let's see. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if we go chronologically, Annabelle is the next movie. Okay. Annabelle. All Got right. it. Put Annabelle on there. Yeah. I did. Nice. All right. Review time. Um, Should I just get it out of the way? Should I go first? Yeah, go do it. Rip the band-aid off. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to give this movie... Ugh. Let me be generous and give it a one. Wow. Wow. This because is a Hills in Have all, Eyes In moment. all seriousness, like, which is for this movie, in in all honesty, is like giving it a five. Because I really wish this movie didn't exist, and I wish the Warrens didn't exist. Uh, I just wish none of this ever had to come across my eyeballs. I think the world would be better off without them. Uh, but the movie itself was the the elements, though it was chock full of them, the ones that were in there, and I wish they had picked just one, like everything that they did, they did well enough to get it the one star from like the negative four that it fucking deserves. Wow. Okay. I'll go Good next. night, everybody. I'll go next. <laughs> wow. I'll go next. Um so I wrote down the very first thing I wrote down after the like I don't know if it was the first thing I wrote down, but literally it was like halfway through the movie. It's after minute fifty-seven where I write down, did we just go full Scooby Doo in the gang? Uh, because these people start showing up out of nowhere. They're like, We're gonna solve the mystery. Like, at a certain point they're sitting there and they put up all the crosses and they're like shooting the shit and drinking coffee and hanging out, right? Like, you know, a la the poltergeist, again, another movie that this is alluding to. I wrote down the unadulterated caucasity. The <laughs> like the the caucasity of these people. Like from the I mountains know, of yeah. Caucasus. These are the whitest people I've ever known. I this is insane to me. Like this is this is anyone else. Anyone else would be like, Well, time to go. Deuces. <laughs> like, we're out of here. 
Guess what, kids? You know what? We're gonna sleep in the forest tonight. In the scary, scary forest. But you know what? There won't be out there. Horrible witches that want us to kill each other. That won't be there. We'll deal with the bears. We can chase them away. <laughs> right? Like, it just, it boggled my mind. Um, I, I'm gonna give this movie a 3.5. I could probably be talked into a 4. I could probably be talked into a 4. I'm gonna give it a 4, and the reason why is I can't... I can't get over the fact that this was just every single masterclass shot. Like we've got the giant, we've got the Kubrick wallpaper focusing on the girl with the in the calico dress. We've got the larger than life fucking uh, uh, still that comes down. That's also Kubrick. I've got shot after shot after shot of Hitchcock, right? I've got um, all kinds of different stuff here. It feels like a masterclass, but it's all shoved in there. It's all just. Just get it. Like it's like I'm I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to empty the bottle of Heinz ketchup, and I'm hitting it in every spot but the sweet spot. I'm just like manhandling this fucker. Um, yeah, too. So I gotta give it a four. I really love this movie. I really do. But I've spent too long now watching movies that are done well. And now I know what they were trying to do. And they and someone handed this teacher's assistant $20 million to go nuts on it. And he did. And he did a fucking amazing job. But did I know you just that talk yourself into there was a only four? about four you shots said in there that were five. Yes. You did say 3.5 and then you said four. You said 3.5, but I could be talked into a four. I talked and then myself you talked yourself into, a four. into the four. Okay. <laughs> He's aware. I just wanted to verify that's what yes. happened. Well, if Shaggy's going to do a four, I'm going to do a 4.5. 4.25. I'm surprised you didn't give it a five. No, I won't do it a five. I won't give it a five. Because uh, I learned some things. I honestly wouldn't have given it a five before then. Um... But I, I liked it, and I love James Wan. So, I mean, it's always going to be a baseline of a four for me for James Wan. Uh, mm, that's not tri- That's not quite true. When we do Dead Silence, I'm not going to give that a high score. But, um, but yeah, I, I just, I thought this movie was really scary. Um, I think it would have been just as scary, arguably more so, if it had not been based on true events. Uh, I also kind of hated the cheesy, sappy uh, ending. I'm glad we had, like, an extra scene where he does put the music box back into, like, that weird little room that they have no business having. Closet of horrors. Seriously. um, Just asking for shit. But, uh, yeah, I, I did hate that ending before that scene. And, uh, yeah, and, and the Warrens are terrible people, and blah. Blech. I'm glad I know about that, but 4.25. Yay! Um, it's my turn, and I'm gonna yes. give it a 3.75. Uh, it gets a half a point deduction for killing a dog, and they always will with me. Fuck you, don't kill the dog. Uh, <laughs> it gets a half a point deduction for the Warren's general fuckery for the shenanigans of it all and it gets a uh one fourth a quarter point deduction for a filthy fucking house why is that house so dirty why are the walls dirty always so dirty everything's dirty dirty. 
everything in there is dirty. Did you not clean before you moved your shit in? Did you really just put uh, your pictures up on the wall without washing the wall first? Who are these people? 3.75. Are you supposed to wash your walls? Well, like, if they look they like, look that, like that, that. If they, if they look they like that, yeah, like, you're supposed to paint or something. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. what the fuck? Take down the wallpaper, put new shit up. Like, it, there were so many different signs for these white people that this was a haunted house. Right. And, like, I just don't understand some of the logical choices here of, like, oh, we found a crawl space and our dog wouldn't go into this house and it got dead. And then we find this boarded up fucking, like, cellar of nightmares it's, and it's well, let's just throw it down there. from the uninvited from like 1940 so many red flags i just don't understand the the lack of the thought process there and yeah I my don't... dog doesn't go in a house i, I don't go figure in a house. some shit exactly. out yeah i figure something else out you know what if it's not good enough for my dog it's not good enough for me <laughs> right shall we roll do i have the right ones no i shall cast the dice witch spell <laughs> That's a spell. <laughs> 98. It is Adam's family values. <laughs> what? Shut the fuck up. No, I won't. <gasps> I need you to. This it's Adam's family values it. with special guest, mm, Dice Witch, uh, uh, Allie this Karen. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. I want I want the viewers at home or listeners I suppose at home to know we don't tamper with these dice. We do not. We are remote. We're all remote right now. We are. People are gonna be so mad at you. So many people fucking hate me. They hate you because they're jealous. I'm I'm a Gemini. They hate me because they ain't me. (laughs) They hate us because they ain't us. Yeah, but you're a Gemini. There are also times that you're not yourself either. Uh, Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) They hate us because they ain't us. Don't worry, I hate you too, (laughs) y'all. Thanks for joining us this week, Allie, and we'll have you back next week. Oh, shit, we get to watch the Addams Family movie that I thought we were watching last time. What a delight. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually never seen this one. (gasps) This one's so good, Liam. I I never never watched the sequel. I think I have seen this one. I've at least seen part of it. They replace Grandma, but it's okay. no. It's it's kind of okay. <laughs> Terrific. Well, thank you guys for joining us again for another another riveting episode of Fright Pub. Uh, if you have any thoughts on uh, this film, uh, you should jump into the conversation on the Fright Pub podcast shitposting morgue, our Facebook group that uh, gets a little rowdy sometimes. Sometimes just some good old spicy memes that Shaggy yeah. shares. You know what? There have been some really good memes from uh, from some of the community lately, and yeah, I've appreciated it. Yeah, it's not just Shaggy anymore. It's not just Shaggy. Other people are coming in on that game. We have strong so. meme comp- competition. Yeah. Some memetition. <laughs> but thank you guys again so much. If you uh, if you're enjoying the show, you should jump onto your podcatcher of choice and leave us a rating and a review if it lets you, um, because that helps us get the uh, get the podcast in front of more ears. Uh, but thanks again, and until next time, please podcast responsibly. Stay Friday. Stay Friday. <laughs> <laughs>